Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's a Thursday, but it's more than that. It's a big day. Big announcement. Yesterday on the newsletter, we told you we're in the moonshine business. Tailgate moonshine. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you asked for it, but you got it. We're very proud of this product. We have a partnership with our friends at White Dog Distilling in Rhode Island. And uh, the moonshine, it's uh, a small batch that we've made. It's uh, made with uh, fresh, locally grown apples. We got natural cinnamon in there. You could drink it neat on the ice, mix it, whatever you want. Tailgate. And uh, we've worked on it for over a year now. I wanted to get the taste right. We have different flavors down the road for you, but you can go to danpatrick.com and you can uh, order your tailgate moonshine. It's win or lose. We celebrate Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. And I told the Danettes they can't drink during the show. It may sound like they have been. Why stop now? Yeah, I know. But I said, no, we're not doing that. Yes, Paul. I brought my flask in to fill it when I leave for lunchtime. I'm going to bring it home. A nice pocket flask. I know. People had conspiracy theories what the big announcement was. It's moonshine. Uh, People thought maybe we were going to announce we were going to Ireland for the Notre Dame game with Will Ferrell. We still may. I may have an update on that, by the way. Whoa. Just just teasing that out there. Back to you. Stay stay with Tailgate. Yeah, but you didn't even tell me. I can't tell you. It's that double secret probation. Double secret. People are interested in us going to Dublin. Mm, Okay. And not as interested as they are in Tailgate, but people are interested. Okay. Stay with it. All right. DanPatrick.com, and you can place your order for Tailgate Moonshine. Let us know what you think. Once again, we have other flavors down the road. Love the partnership here and very excited about this. World Series starts tomorrow. 
John Smoltz will be on the call. Johnny will join us coming up a little bit later on. The other Manning brother, not Eli, not Peyton, it's Cooper Manning, will join us a little bit later on as well. Phone calls, always welcome. Emails, tweets, all the above. Operator, Tyler, standing by. Say good morning to those. On chat row, those who are watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, and our radio affiliates around the country, thank you for all your support. Ravens at the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers, one-point favorites. Three college games coming up. The Eagles have added defensive end Robert Quinn from the Bears. We'll talk about that. Mac Jones will start for the Patriots against the Jets. And the Yankees are keeping their manager, Aaron Boone. The Milwaukee Bucks are the only undefeated team. The Lakers, meanwhile, remain winless. 877-3DP-SHOW. We'll have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. Get a special offer when you sign up. Promo code PATRICK. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. I was wondering about the Buccaneers. Do I think the Buccaneers will get better sooner than the Green Bay Packers? If we're talking about aging Hall of Fame quarterbacks in the NFC, which quarterback has a chance, a better chance, to get in the playoffs and do some damage? It would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But here's the issue with Tampa Bay. Their running game is historically putrid, averaging under 65 yards per game. And if that trend continues, that would be the lowest mark in the NFL since 1970. Having play-action pass for Tom Brady, even the threat of a running game, helps Brady get a little bit more time in the pocket. Without that, he doesn't have his playmakers. You do have Mike Evans. Uh, Leonard Fournette has not been Leonard Fournette so far. It goes back to the offensive line. you got to have a healthy offensive line or be able to plug and play. You got somebody, you know, one player retires, one player gets hurt. That's just enough to disrupt everything. So 40% of your offensive line, injured or retired. And that has an impact on everybody here. If the offense is better, defense stays off off the field longer. You know, with Green Bay, I know Devontae Adams is a wonderful receiver, but it can't be all pinned on they lost Devontae Adams. It just feels like, Finger-pointing, going into the biggest game of the season. Buffalo, on the road, double-digit underdogs. You know, the Buccaneers are at least at home with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, who have been a disappointment as well. One of the They might be the best first-half team in the NFL. Problem is, you got to play the second half, and that's why right now they're an average team. What else? Uh, what do we have, Seton, for a poll question? Well, right now, Dan, we're looking at messiest quarterback situation. Hmm. We were talking about this a little bit before the show. Mm-hmm. Saints, certainly in there. Yeah, but I didn't expect anything out of them. Mm, I feel like people did. Well, people did. I didn't. I don't think you got a new coach. I don't think you have a starting quarterback. I think they, you know, Mike Thomas, does he want to play? Alvin Kamara being suspended, been, you know, him being out. Shouldn't say suspended. Uh, it just feels like nothing has synced up for them. But all right. The majority probably thought the Saints were going to be good. Okay. What else? I felt like this year there was a lot of talk about, like, this is going to be Jameis Winston's redemption year. This is going to be like, ha-ha, yeah, see? Yeah, but that was last year. Yeah, oh, I thought that's maybe this year, too. That was last year. How about the Patriots? Is that a messy situation? 
to me, it's confusing. And they're making it complicated. Is Mac Jones your quarterback if he's healthy? And if he is, then we'll move on. But I don't think that's the case. I would say that that is, uh, that is messy right now. I think it's probably messy to everybody except the Patriots. They may not know it's messy. You ever gone into somebody's house and you're like, golly, that thing's a mess. But those who live there, that's just how you live. So you don't go, what? Yeah, why? What's the problem? What's problem? <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't stack your mail up all over the place, too? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> Wait, uh, dishes? What are you talking about? We'll get around to them. Okay, sure. How many times a day do you run the dishwasher, okay? God, get off my back. Uh, what else do yes, about, Paul, Oh, yes. What else do you have? Uh, how about the commanders? It's a messy situation. I, to me, it's not. I would stay with uh, Taylor Heineke. Probably should have stayed. Yes. Yeah. But if you believe that Daniel Snyder thought, if we bring in Carson Wentz, that will take the spotlight off me and what we're doing you know, did he do these things to maybe, you know, kind of throw us off the scent here with what's going on with the commanders? If so, that's pretty uh, devious. But I would have stayed with Taylor Heineke because Carson Wentz is, if he's an upgrade, it's not that much. What else? Anything else? Uh, the 49ers, that's a messy situation. It, it, well, it's not messy now because there's nothing that they can do. It's Jimmy G or Buzz. It's potentially. It, I don't think I don't think it matters. I don't. It, I don't think whatever happens this year it matters. That's crazy. I know. This is this is becoming one of the craziest things to me. But you went all in on Trey Lance. Are you all of a sudden going to go? You know, I had an epiphany on second thought. Our quarterback is right there in Jimmy G. It, everybody's got to follow the plan, and they moved on from Jimmy G. It didn't even show up. In the off season, he wasn't even in meetings. They'd see him in the hallway. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Trey. He wasn't even helping. Now all of a sudden, you're going to pin your hopes, and I do think that's a good team. And I said at the time, before they made the move, before the injury, that there were veterans in that locker room who thought that Jimmy G gave them a better chance to win. Now, Trey Lance may be down the road. Anything else, Seton O'Connor? Well, we could put the Browns on there too. Is that a mess? Uh, no. I mean, Deshaun comes back. I don't know if how much that kind of rectifies everything, cleans everything up, makes them a contender again. Is there still still time for them to be a contender when he comes back? Yes, Marv? Did we say the Colts? Uh, there's no mess there. I mean, it's messy, but it, there's no controversy. It's Sam Ellinger. Yeah, I mean, they've kind of moved on, right? Yeah, yeah, Matt Ryan's done. It's Nick Foles is the backup. That's it. Matt Ryan doesn't play again. Dang. I know. That's it. Ball game. Trade deadline is what, next Tuesday? If he's going to play someplace, maybe. Maybe he gets traded. Uh, what else, Seaton? Uh, we're going to throw that one up there. I think that one's fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Messy. All right. Yes, Paul? I, I would. There's levels of messiness with these quarterback situations. Like the commanders. They paid Carson Wentz $27 million this year to do very little, but they can get out of his contract at the end of this year with very little penalty. You know, I think the Saints is underrated Messi because uh, Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. Andy Dalton's decent, but not going to solve it. Not going to compete for a title. Mm. Jameis Winston's definitely not competing for a title. Mm -hmm. And New Orleans shipped their first-round draft pick for Chris Olave, the wide receiver. Philly has that pick. <laughs> it would be fantastic if the New Orleans Saints under 
overwhelmed this year and had the fourth pick of the draft, which they do, but now it's Phillies. So they don't even have their first-round draft pick to solve their quarterback situation. Ouch. That's unfortunate. Yes, That's it unfortunate. is. Yes. That's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. I hope you love Chris Olave. And here's another awkwardness. Bailey Zappi's under contract for four years. He's a fourth-round draft pick. They could just stash him. He has nowhere. You know, if ba- Let's say Bailey Zappi doesn't play again this season. He's still kind of hot, right, with the, with the Patriots? Mm. Hot-ish? Mm. Yeah, warm. I could see a per- someone trading for him in the offseason. Mm. And then Mac Jones is under contract for four years as well. So mm-hmm. that both those guys have nowhere to go. All right, that's the poll question today. By the way, according to DraftKings, the odds to score the first touchdown tonight. Todd, I'll start with you. I think Tom Brady's going to run it in from the one. Tom Brady, <laughs> Seton O'Connor. I'm going to say Mike Evans. All righty. Marvin. Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. Okay, he's on the list. Paulie. Mark Andrews. Leonard Fournette. All right, Leonard. Then Mark Andrews, Mike Evans, Gus Edwards, Chris Godwin, Lamar Jackson. So I was like right there. You almost I was had so, it. Yeah. Was yeah. I seventh, eighth, ninth? Yeah. If you kept the list going? Yeah. Uh, Bruce Arians has better odds than Brady to score. To sneak yeah. it in from the one. Yes. Yeah. Sneak it in from the one. Kind of fall forward. He's yeah. done that a couple of times for first downs. I would have thought Lamar Jackson would have been higher on that list. Yeah. Than uh, Leonard Fournette. They've had a hard time, difficult time running net football. Yeah, Paulie. Are you guys surprised the Buccaneers are favored? I know it's home, but favored in any way in this game, odds wise? Uh, that's kind of a slap in the face to the Ravens, or that's what Vegas really thinks of them. Well, it'd be a slap in the face if the Buccaneers were underdogs. That's not a slap in the face after last to the week, Ravens. What, I guess, well, like the Buccaneers after what they did last week, putting up a big three on Carolina. But do you think they're going to go back-to-back? No. Bad games like that? Yeah, that's what Vegas thinks. They think they're and, gonna... and the Ravens are on the road, and they haven't closed out games. It would be a slap in the face if uh, the Ravens were listed as a favorite for me. Uh, let's see. Anything else? There was basketball that I watched last night. I, I, it feels like I say this every day after a Nets game. You're expecting a different result with Ben Simmons. It's not going to happen. Just not. Uh, I feel for him because he is so in his head. And and then you try to attack. So he's not shooting. He's trying to attack the rim, and the Greek freak is there. And that was a mismatch. And I'm watching, and you can tell he's thinking. And going through, he's almost mechanical. He's not aggressive at all. And it's going to continue. I don't know if it gets better anytime soon. But that's not all their problems. They're not a good defensive team. And Milwaukee was down big, double digits at halftime. Greek Freak is just so much fun. I say it all the time. Here we are late October, and you would think this is June the way he plays. Every single possession, it feels like he's trying to prove himself. Man, what an unbelievable characteristic to have as an athlete. And they don't have Chris Middleton, but they came back to win that game last night. Yes, Marv. And I think the Greek freak is one of the few players in the league that has a hall pass. Like winning that championship in Milwaukee yeah. really bought him another 10 years. It's almost like Dirk in Dallas. Dirk didn't do anything after 2011, really. Yeah. In the postseason, they were like, Psh, 2011, oh, never forget. Yeah. So I think that's what Greek freak has, and he's still playing like he's got something to prove. Yeah, it's a great point. Kyrie Irving spoke about Ben Simmons and give him a chance. 
So you guys keep coming here asking me, like, what about Ben? What about Ben? And it's just, he hasn't played in two years. Give him a chance. You know what I mean? We stay on his Stay on. I wish I could say other words because I'm from Jersey, but we stay on him. And, uh, <laughs> like, you just stay on him. And, and we're just here to give him positive affirmations uh, while he's out there and just let him hoop. You know, and then while he's hooping and getting back into it, we're going to have to really gel as a team in order to learn how to win as a group. Okay, the question has to be asked. You, Kyrie, yelled at Ben Simmons, Ben, shoot the ball. Okay. The question deserves to be asked. You know, the, even the answer you just said, look, we're going to keep hooping, and, and he's going to grow in confidence, and he does so many other great things. I don't put this on the media. We, we didn't create Ben Simmons. We didn't create that shot of his. He did. It's his. What happened in Philadelphia now that he's there? How do you use him? It's a question that needs to be asked. But like, oh, we're not allowed to every game? It's going to happen, Kyrie. You play for a focal point, a, a team that's a focal point. You're go Like LeBron is going to get asked about Russell Westbrook. Even when Russ doesn't play, he's probably getting asked about Russell Westbrook every single day. It goes along with the territory of being a team that everybody is talking about. Good or bad, we spend way too much time on the Nets and way too much time on the Lakers. Why? Because you're clickbait. That's why it happens. The Lakers aren't a good team. And if you're expecting them to be a good team, you're going to wait a long time. But it's not just Russell Westbrook. It's a poorly constructed team. I don't know if the Nets are. They still have star power. They should be a really good team. You got two Hall of Famers. All you're asking Ben Simmons to do is find your comfort level. Find what you do well. But we're going to scrutinize. And we're going to continue until we see some progress there because he is a liability at times. Last night was a liability. Going in, trying to drive, didn't want to take a jumper. You can't run an offense that way. He can be a point forward and, and not shoot at all, but there are going to be moments where the defense is going to say, well, I'll double up Durant. I'm going to make Ben Simmons beat me. Just like what's happening with the Lakers. That's why it's still a valid point to bring up. All right, we'll take a break. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Got a lot of things to get to. Once again, tailgate moonshine. We're in the business of moonshine here. And you can go to danpatrick.com. And uh, win or lose, we celebrate. That's our motto because we usually don't win, which means we'll still celebrate when we lose. Play of the day coming up. We got our poll question, your phone calls in the on-deck circle. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. M-Drive, you can hear it in my voice. What, Todd? No, you got this energy, you got the, you know, the, the moonshine, you got you put a little scoop into your uh, blender and you're all running around. You didn't around. put moonshine in with the M-Drive. No, 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 no. I said there's no drinking until after the show. Just checking. Yeah, no, no, no drinking. M-Drive, my fruit smoothie. Put it in the blender and I'm good to go. Testosterone support for driven guys. Packed with clinically tested ingredients, supporting healthy tea levels, and the drive to get things done. M-Drive, stay motivated, stay energized. You can pick it up at Walgreens, Rite Aid, or Vitamin Shop, or mdrivedan.com. Testosterone support for driven guys. 
And you can try it for two weeks, a, a trial period. What, Todd? I had it the other day, chocolatey goodness. I had a feeling it was going to taste good, but when I put that in my drink at home, it was like super rich chocolate. I just had a good time with that. I, like I don't know it. if you're supposed to put five scoops in, but I got a little carried away. But you put it into Mountain Dew, didn't you? Yeah, that, that kind of defeats problem. the purpose, but <laughs> oh. still, I got the chocolate. M Drive, $5, text Dan to 55000 Claim your uh, first order for just $5. Message and data rates may apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. 
Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Entrepreneur, TV personality, college bowl co-host, and he's Peyton and Eli's older brother and the father of Arch Manning. Say hello to Cooper Manning, our old buddy. Look at you, big time. Remember, remember when you worked with us in New Orleans, Manning on the street? Now look at you. Dan, I got to give you all the credit. You saw something in me that no one else saw. <laughs> Thank goodness. Paulie came to me before we went to that Super Bowl in New Orleans. He goes, I got, a, I got an idea. He goes, you know, Cooper is the funny Manning, and maybe we could just have him on the street, walking around, creating content. And, and you had these great, you know, each day we had something that was unscripted. And it was just funny. And I, uh, I really appreciated you taking a chance there. And then next thing I know, now you're like a mogul. I mean, you're, a, you're a scout. You're scouting people in sixth grade. <laughs> next thing you know, they're, they're getting drafted. So that was fun. I remember it was three days. It was perfect weather running around the French Quarter, which is just I – mean, with a microphone and a camera in the French Quarter, you're going to run into some humor. <laughs> and uh, and we had a lot of laughs. Probably a lot of stuff that didn't get you know, <laughs> left on the editing room floor. But we, uh, I appreciate you taking a taking a stab at me. And uh, I've had a lot of fun. And, and actually, a couple, several things I've done lately are just all just you know rooted in what we uh, what we did those three days at the Super Bowl. So where you guys grew up, but the Garden District. In, uh, right. in New Orleans. Okay, so the proximity to the French Quarter, it, it feels like the people who live in Vegas who live outside the Strip don't necessarily go to the Strip. How often would you and Eli and, and Peyton go to the French Quarter? More often than you think. It's really only about, I mean, it's eight, ten minutes tops of, of a ride. So it's not a big deal. Tons of restaurants. Um, we're probably down there in high school when we were not supposed to be down there. I think that you, know, you could... There are a couple of bars there that I think, you know, you have to be 12, I think, to get in. So, uh, yeah, you, you, you have an idea. If you're older than 18, it's probably not a good idea for you to come in here. So um, anything goes down there, and it's amazing. Yeah, you have a residential part of the world, and the next thing you know, eight minutes later, you're, uh, you know, anything goes. So uh, fairly, fairly often. If I had a combine with you, Eli, and Peyton, hmm. at, let's say you're 18 years of age, Okay. Who wins the combine between you three? Well, are we talking about football yeah. or just in general? Foot, combine? Like, foot, football. Um, so and for, for running. Position, I mean, that's also different because at 18, um, you know, we're all playing different positions. But I would, uh, I think Peyton and Eli would agree that I was probably, you know, and th again, these are all not fantastic, you know, cutting edge combine kind of athletes. I mean, this is a bunch of guys that can throw it and, you know, who grew up and wound up, those guys wound up doing unbelievably. So why, I don't didn't, think you, would, why didn't you play quarterback? I was a quarterback and, and then um, always growing up. And then I was a sophomore in high school and there was a senior and a junior ahead of me. And I said, I don't, I don't want to watch. So I started playing receiver and then uh, had a, you know, had a good year, made all state. And then Peyton was coming along. And I was like, this is going to be fun. And we, I just kind of morphed into a receiver. And so Peyton was a sophomore and I was a senior. We had a great year together at high school and uh, caught a bunch of balls. He threw to me every time. Very nice. All the other parents of the receivers hated me. And, uh, and uh, you know, that's it. 
How much of advice did you give your son with all of this and in, in trying to not be, I mean, you admire, but you got to be a father. You got to be a parent here. Uh, that that kind of fine line of you did a great job, but let you know I'm still your dad. I got to tell you right and wrong. Right, there's a balance the whole time, and I think it's funny. I get a lot of parents of recruits kind of asking me questions. How did you do this? What did you think about that? Um, I really kind of took the the role of just being kind of the concierge. Like, let's go look at these schools. Let's go take a look, Dad. I don't want to go. I want to just stay here with my buddies. I said, I know, but that sounds great. But we got to go see them. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to figure out what you like and don't like. So um, a little bit of a nag, probably, if anything, going, let's take a look at this stuff. And then, but he was he was a little more mature. I mean, all teenagers are immature, but he was a little more mature in what he liked and what he didn't like. And I liked some stuff that he didn't like and vice versa. And, uh, and it was his decision the whole way. And, and um, I, I was proud of the way he handled the whole thing. And he didn't want any limelight on him he wanted to stay out of the social media stuff and didn't really want to draw any attention to himself and he's still kind of wired that way like you know i want to do i want to play play ball and enjoy it but i don't want to be um you know getting more attention than i than i deserve it's a lot of pressure on him though Coop. <laughs> sure I mean, really a lot and i go back to your father and i'm old enough to remember there was a lot of pressure on archie he was on the covers of uh, sports illustrated back then uh, at old miss and you know Peyton, of course, had uh, you know, felt like there was a lot of spotlight on him. Maybe Eli not as much. And then Arch comes along. He's supposed to be. He can't miss. Well, do you- I, don't think that, I don't think that's fair to anybody. I, mean, I think anytime you start, you know, performing well, here come the naysayers and here come the pressure. So it's just part of the deal. I think as long as, you know, we're trying to keep it pretty light. Hey, look, this is high school football you're playing in. Enjoy it. Enjoy your friends. No need to add extra pressure to it. And I think that's why he said, look, I, you know, let's just hold off from a lot of the media stuff and all these early scholarship offers. I thought that was, that's, that's the worst idea. When you're a eighth grade and you're throwing it pretty well or ninth grade, and you're having success. And all of a sudden you start saying, Oh, I'm glad I got an offer from the university of Florida. Like goodness gracious. What a, what a bad idea to put even more pressure on you. So that's why really we try to deflect everything as, as long as you could before, you know, it's just inevitable that things start to get start getting some attention, but uh, undue pressure is uh, you can kind of control that. When did he get his first scholarship offer? You know, well, I mean, it was like we're not doing that. I mean, I didn't even entertain it. It's like okay, you know, you just it's silly it, because Dan scholarship offers these days are not real. You know, someone could come right now and offer a sixth grader or a ninth grader or an 11th grader offer you. And all that does for most people is give them the, the green light to announce on social media. I've got an offer from <laughs> university of XYZ in hopes of other universities seeing that and going, Hey man, we better offer it. And so it can, you can, and you can say anything you want. You can say, I just got an offer from the university of Utah. Utah's never even heard of you. And Utah's not going to go, no, we didn't. It's just so it's it's a lot of fluff out there, and offers are hotter. You you see people get twenty, thirty offers, and then all of a sudden it comes down to, you know, uh, I want to make a commitment. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, it's more like, hey, do you want to go to dinner sometime? Maybe in the next five years. Sure. <clears throat> so it's it's a little fluffy. 
The Capital One College Bowl finale is Friday night with back-to-back episodes at 8 Eastern on NBC. Tune into the championship episodes. BYU, Columbia, Georgia, Penn State go head-to-head. Who's tougher to work with, Eli or Peyton? Peyton. He's just demanding, you know, and but it's rewarding. Eli's so easy. It's, you know, you don't know if you screwed up or you killed it. You pretty much know where you stand. <laughs> and so um, I will say that week, we filmed this for a week together uh, over in Atlanta, and uh, we laughed a lot. We had a, a good time, and we're together a lot. I'm sure he's way ready to get the heck away from me after a week of uh, seven to seven days. But um, we, it was a, Peyton's really good. He demands a lot of himself, and therefore, um, you know, when we're rehearsing things, and I screw up, and I'm like, I got to do it again. You can see him over there, like, you're killing me. You're literally killing me. So um, you kind of, you kind of, you know, get your A game ready because B game is unacceptable. But he probably goes in and acts. Now you know what his teammates feel like, felt like. You know, you're in the huddle, you're at the line of scrimmage, and you screw up. I, I I think people get, you know, they don't, uh, you know, they don't stay up that extra 30 minutes and watch a little matlock. They go to bed and get the rest. They don't, you know, have an extra beer and say, oh, I'll be fine tomorrow. Uh-uh. You better be on your game because, uh, and he'll call you out on it. That's the thing. Peyton does not care about, you know, telling you the truth. And he's not wrong. He's, but he's, uh, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty curt. Are you still a Saints fan? Yes, I am. You know, it's funny. It's a crazy way to grow up a Saints fan, go to all the games in high school. Obviously, growing up, going with my dad. But even my dad did the games. He did the the uh, the color on the radio. So we would go to the games, get a ride home with him, go down to the locker room, knew everybody. And then all of a sudden, you have a brother that plays for another team, and you got to go, whoa, whoa, wait, I got to pivot here. And so you become a Colts fan. You literally do. You kind of put the Saints in your hip pocket. And then you get a Giants, and then they get they get even you know put in another pocket, and so you're rooting for other teams, and then you got to then all of a sudden you got to come back to them, and sometimes you got to play them, and it's it's awkward as heck to have a, a team, and all of a sudden you have other teams you know because of blood that become way more important to you than your uh, than your hometown team. So I'm uh, um, I'm 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 flirting back with uh, get back in, in bed with the Saints, which is uh, which is good. When did you know your dad was famous? Pretty early on, you know, like kindergarten, probably when you go and people start, you know, go places and people want to come over and talk to him at a lunch spot or you just, you know, I remember when uh, he would come to recess every now and then when we were in <laughs> kindergarten or pre-K and come and play permanent quarterback at recess. And, you know, everybody kind of, when, you're, when a four-year-old kind of knows your dad's a big deal. You kind of go, hang on here. Something's, something's going on. But and he so, did wear his full uniform, which I thought was a little, <laughs> little tacky yeah. on this. You know, yeah. It was, yeah, I thought the helmet might have been a little over the top, but <laughs> he's, the rule, you know, he's the rule follower. And so uh, that was always fun, though, but it was always good. I mean, it, was, you know, it wasn't like, you know, he was a you know mob boss or something. Everybody wanted a piece of it, you know, wanted an autograph, wanted to hang out. So it was uh, – it was fun. But I didn't know if they blamed you or made fun of your dad because the Saints weren't good when he was playing for them. Never really felt that. I don't think, you know, I think, uh, no, it was definitely the other way. It was always very uh, uh, proud to have him around and 
you know, I thought it was always a, a plus, definitely a, a, a neat way to grow up is having your dad play, play football for the hometown team. Man, how could you guys not be so competitive with one another? Like, like you're the older brother, but can you, can you discipline? Peyton is your younger brother and Eli. Like, could you yell at him and, you know, did? We fought a lot. Yes, it was bad. Like it physically, not, like battled. I, yeah, I think my dad really had concerns about us ever being able to complete a, you know, a game of one-on-one hoops in the backyard without blood and fighting and crying and quitting and just absolute, you know, like you hear my mom would hear stuff. She'd be in the kitchen like, Archie, get out there. You know, you could hear like bedlam. And so that lasted a while. It was really more Peyton, us two, because Eli is five years younger than, than Peyton is and seven than me. And so you didn't, it just wasn't as, you don't, you know, beat up a guy five years younger. Than that. But the guy two years is good because Peyton was, you know that two-year gap is pretty, pretty big when you're eight and six and you're ten and eight. It's enough to where he can see that he could maybe win one, but he's probably not going to just because of age, and that drove him crazy. And then I cannot, my ego could not handle getting beat by a nine-year-old when I'm eleven, so it drove me crazy. So then it's just, it just never, it just never ended very well. Well, I'm happy for you. The entrepreneur, TV personality, College Bowl co-host, Cooper Manning. Great to talk to you, and uh, hopefully we'll cross paths in person. Great to see you, Dan. Thanks for having me. Tell the boys I said hello. I will. That's Cooper Manning. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. John Smoltz is on the program now, Hall of Famer, World Series champ, former Cy Young winner. He'll be on the call, the World Series, along with the play-by-play voice, Joe Davis. Game one between the Phillies and Astros starts Friday at 8 Eastern on Fox. John, I've mentioned this a couple of times. You did a wonderful job taking us through the at-bat with Bryce Harper when he homered off Suarez. I also was wondering, as a former pitcher, when you're on the mound, are you thinking the way a hitter might be thinking? In those situations in the playoffs, the one thing once you've been there, done that, you realize that you, you only are thinking, well, you learn to think where can the damage be done and avoid the damage. So when you're pitching in the regular season, you pitch to a scouting report, the hitters are a little bit different. Of course, of course your pitching is going to be a little bit different. When you get in the postseason, everything is magnified. Everything stops uh, to think more. And I realized, having gone through many postseason games, where that damage was and why, and where I didn't want to get beat. So I kind of, I kind of look at it from both ends: what a pitcher's uh, strengths are, and what a hitter's strengths are. But more importantly, I learned. You know, 2016 was my first World Series, and that home run off of. Chapman was the exact spot where that the only way he could have hit a home run to tie the game up. And so those kind of things you, you learn once you go through it. But when you're in it for the first time and you're pitching for the first time, everything is so fast, it's magnified, and you lose that time and space of the information that you're given beforehand. So that's kind of how I look at it when I'm broadcasting because – I've been through so many of those experiences before. Well, we always talk about hitters guessing. Do pitchers guess? Yeah, I think you have to. I mean, the the problem today, and I only say problem not because it's it's a real problem. It's just there's so much information 
that you can get overloaded and you can either be a pitcher that whatever they put down you throw or you could be a pitcher that overthinks having so much information you're outguessing yourself. So the bottom line is if you're not totally committed to a pitch or a location, usually bad things happen. And if, and the same thing can be said if there's so much information, you're not following what that hitter's doing in that given day. So that information might be great over 162, but that given day his bat might be slow or he might be opening up. And the same thing for a pitcher. If you're a hitter, you're trying to follow what that pitcher's information is, but what if he's not? What if he's, his slider's not very good or his fastball? You know, so those things you got to be careful when you're gathering the information that they're not absolutes so that that day stands on its own. And I think we lose a little bit of that sometimes when it comes to so much information, a lot of good information, but we got to remember that game is an independent game of itself and not in a bucket of 162. What's different about Harper, let's say now, as opposed to three, four, five years ago, if anything? He's so seasoned. Um, he has been the guy that has learned through his experiences, right? I mean, he was not right coming into this postseason. And you could understand why. He was hurt trying to regain his swing in a short period of time. Boy, did he get right at the right time. Mechanically, he's connected now more than ever with, I guess you could say, some of his limitations, meaning it's actually helped him go the other way, swing big early, try to do damage early, and then let the at-bat come to him so that he's not um, trying to do the same thing over and over again. And so that kind of scenario, when you get to the postseason, and listen, nobody has had more on him from an expectation standpoint since he was thrust into this game. He's delivered under every circumstance in Philadelphia on this mega contract that is just and it's, it's impossible to think that he could be the sole reason that Philly wins the World Series. But you know what? That swing gives them a chance. He's John Smoltz, the Hall of Famer. If I would have told you a month ago, Philly's Astros World Series, you would have said? You're half right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the new playoff system, really. This, I don't think this will be the norm. I think... Last year, the Atlanta Braves won the most improbable World Series ever. If Philadelphia wins, you could say that trumps it because they had an extra playoff spot, I mean round. They were on the road forever. They had to beat some pretty good teams to do that, and if they beat the Houston Astros, you could make the argument it's the most improbable World Series that I've seen in my lifetime because of the track of how tough it was to get to this point, and in September, how absolutely long shot they were, kind of like the Braves were last year. So it's, it really is a credit to how they have done this and not given up hope and gained confidence in an incredible way. Is this a all root for the Phillies because I can't root for the Astros? Are we still there, you think, with the – the national perspective on the Astros and what happened a few years ago? We shouldn't be. Um, 
this is a great, this is the greatest way to show yourself as an organization why that was a blip and why now the consistency with a different roster and different narratives, this is no longer part of that narrative. They have proven, if you want to prove, whether it's an individual hitter who got busted for, you know, steroids, goes on the rest of his career, he's clean, and he has the numbers he has, that's how you answer the critics. What, what I believe Houston's done, and Dusty Baker deserves such a huge credit, they've answered the critics. It wasn't a one and, you know, a one-off. They have dominated with a different roster and a philosophy that works. Come postseason, it works. And I'm telling you, this is, this is how you answer it. They, they did, they've done an incredible job. Are you all in on the playoff format? It, it, felt, it, it felt like, well, the Dodgers were you know, knocked out and then everybody had a problem with the playoff format. I love it. I think the playoff format over time, look, it's going to take a little bit to, to see the, the, the history of something. When you play 162 games, you need to be rewarded. And this is a great rewarded system for the two best records in each league. It just so happens that this year the two best records in the National League didn't get there. Um, everyone's talking about the layoff. Everyone's talking about the differences that have come. That will iron itself out. I love the playoff format. I would have been shocked if you would have told me that the potential first year we could have a team, that the last team to get in to win it. I think that would shock everybody. But in the future, you're going to see now what, what Philly's done. It's going to give a lot of teams hope to say, whatever we need to do, let's get in and look at what Philly did. Look at what San Diego did. But for the most part, I think it's going to reward the teams that have the best year and the best resources because you've got to utilize a lot of resources to beat those teams. If you were Aaron Judge, you do what? Uh, you shock the world and go to the Mets. No. Um, <laughs> I could actually see a scenario where DeGrom and, and Judge actually flip teams, which would really set uh, New York on its ear. No, if you're Aaron Judge, you know, the biggest thing is it is one of the most pressure-packed years. Uh, it's probably the greatest timed year that you could have, given the circumstances of if, your contract. If I said you could have DeGrom or Judge for the rest of their careers right now, you had to choose. Uh, yeah, it really depends on where. So if I'm, if I'm the Yankees, uh, you know, Judge is probably the most impactful player for not only your city but your, your fan base. And, and I think you got to surround Judge with a little bit more contact in the lineup, and then Judge is going to have a chance to win the World Series. Look, I, I've, I've been a fan of his ever since he stepped on the field. I think he does everything in about the, about the right way you can do it. We don't have a lot of guys his size being successful. So, you know, as a broadcaster, you don't really root for a scenario. But as, as a fan of the game, which I still am, I root for players to, A, stay healthy and be able to maximize their opportunities. And he certainly did. Now, they'll talk about the postseason a little bit, but that, that's a microcosm of so many different things. You, you want a guy that's going to show up in the regular season and produce. And he did. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I can't give him 10 years, John. No, 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 no. No, I, I don't think that that's going to be the case unless it's somewhere else and we don't, we don't anticipate where that's going to be. But I think there's a, there's a contract 
that with his age and his size and his history will definitely reward uh, one of the greatest years I have ever seen a player have uh, in this modern era. See, I, I and people say, is that the greatest season ever? And I say, well, is that better than what Shohei Utani did the previous year? It's close. See, it, it, that argument stands in, a, in, a, in almost like a, a sphere by itself because we've never seen a player come close to doing what Otani did. So Otani is going to be that separate you know, entity until we, get, um, until we get someone close enough to do, <laughs> to put it even in great, you know, better perspective. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think Otani, um, unfortunately this year, he just ran into Judge. Hey, uh, we'll be watching. Great to talk to you as always. Safe travels to Houston. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. John Smoltz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.